is Riz Hatton with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Greg Deconcilius, an administrator of Boston Outpatient Surgical Suites, for a fireside chat about the big trends and topics in orthopedics, spine, and surgery centers today. Greg, thank you so much for being here. For having me. Before we dive in, could you tell us um, a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. Um, I started off actually in the clinical world as a orthopedic PA working in orthopedic surgery about uh, about 23 years ago and um, got into the surgery center market in 2004. I opened up a multi-specialty uh, surgery center in the metro Boston uh, area, um, primarily performing orthopedics and pain management. So I've been the administrator of that facility now uh, since then. Um, oversee our clinical and business functions. I also am the president of the State Association of Massachusetts, State ASC Association, on the uh, National ASCA State Affairs Committee. Again, I've been been in this and passionate about this, again, particularly orthopedics now um, for quite some time. Great to hear. Sounds like you have a lot of great experience. Um, so what are some trends that you are following most closely today in healthcare? Sure. Well, there's a lot of them, I think. Um, when I think about trends, uh, you know, obviously my mind jumps right to orthopedics and certainly the um, kind of shift that we, we've seen in terms of types of cases. Uh, we've been performing uh, total joint replacements and, and some spine procedures, more minor procedures now for for uh, quite some time, about five years. But we still haven't, we still don't have a really strong, robust program because we have a small 3OR facility that, that um, for those procedures. But there's a lot of opportunity I mean, in the East Coast, that we're certainly kind of the last to do things, but we're following this kind of shift, and we're, and we're making um, making some movements for the future to position ourselves to be able to, you know, provide some more of these uh, total joint replacement spine procedures and some obviously larger, larger, um, larger acuity uh, orthopedic cases. So that's kind of been, um, you know, trend number one we're following. Certainly, we're keeping an eye out on the, on this shift and kind of with cardiology and cardiology procedures uh, taking place in the ASCs. Um, certainly for multi-specialty ASCs and, you know, and obviously any single-specialty ASC that wants to diversify, um, you know, and has the ability to do so, you know, following trends like, again, orthopedics and cardiology are certainly certainly key. Um, the last thing I think is really just following the, the COVID trend, and the only reason being is that although we seem to be on the other side, you know, we have these peaks and valleys, and, and certainly that affects things like staffing and not only your your surgeons who may you know obtain COVID and then they they're out or but also staff and the staff rooms and staff a facility and then and then you know your patients cancel and because they got COVID or they were exposed or or they're fearful of having surgery et cetera so those shifts are are kind of going on as well and those and those trends and so it's something we're all dealing with I think um, on a given basis it's obviously not not unique to our our facility and it's just a matter of how we kind of manage it I believe. All that into consideration, how do you see orthopedic spine and ASCs evolving in the next two years? Sure, you know, kind of dovetailing on the on the on the trend, right? So, this this trend of growth, I think, will continue. I think, um, again, we're, we're kind of last to do things. So for us, primaries are are, are are kind of a big deal around here. But certainly, I think scaling the the types of of uh, um, you know, arthroplasty, so maybe revision arthroplasty. Some larger spine procedures, those types of things. Um, maybe even scaling into uh, patients who are, um, you know, maybe have higher BMIs or more comorbidities. Kind of scaling the, the types of patients we're doing as well as we get more comfortable. 
those are certainly um, certainly big things. You know, the 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 advances in anesthesia and technology, um, which again could be could be a trend as well. But you know, we certainly see this them kind of shaping our future, and they've obviously shaped it, the ability to us to do orthopedics even early on. Again, for us back in 2004, um, but they'll they'll continue to shape that as we go forward as well. And I think. Um, uh, there'll be a big focus on technologies, and not, and not only things like you know robots, but you know technologies that we utilize to to make us more efficient, to make us more pre- precise, provide better patient care, all those types of things. You know, artificial intelligence. I mean, there's just so much growth in technology. You have to kind of keep up with it. 3D printing. You know, there's just there's a lot out there, and so keep an eye on that. Um, and you know what we're also seeing in our area. And again, I talked about our, our expansion and. Um, you know, our, 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 how we're positioning ourselves for our future. Um, as we saw, I think, recently, some, some consolidation in the sense that maybe some joint ventures and partnerships with hospitals and some private equity growth, that type of thing. I think we'll see maybe a little more independence um, in the, uh, with, with, with surgeons and, and kind of realizing that, um, you know, there's a big jump in the employed, employed model and maybe there, there's some frustrations. There certainly are in our area. And so um, you know, physicians kind of coming together, um, you know, joining forces to uh, to uh, kind of take back patient care and, and, and how their their lives run and what they can do with their patients, I think, is really, really key. And so we'll follow that over the next couple of years and kind of see how things shape out. It's obviously very exciting. Absolutely. I think that will be really interesting to see um, within these coming years. Um, so kind of looking at all that, what challenges do you think uh, are ahead? Well, again, and this is a common theme. I think, you know, I already mentioned COVID and I mentioned the ups and downs. Well, the downs of that and how we're going to deal with this that's kind of here to stay for a while, which, you know, I don't want to over-exaggerate. I think, you know, we've dealt with people, et cetera. But, I mean, you know, it certainly is impactful and, um, and you know, staffing issues and, again, patient patient um, issues, whether they, they become positive or they, they're just fears, et cetera. That, that's, that's a challenge for sure and how you can kind of, you know, accurately predict the future of your business. Uh, the second big piece, I think, uh, kind of lends into to COVID and, and, you know, the supply chain issues we saw early on and certainly supply chain issues we're having now, uh, back orders, and I think the price of price of gas, price of fuel and, you know, and, and shipping and all that kind of stuff is, it's just overall, you know, raising the cost of care. Um, and, and again, in, in kind of a, a you know, both a direct and indirect way, just behind the scenes, you know, and so that, that that's really troubling for us, I think, um, dealing with these kind of inflated inflated uh, numbers, you know, compared to budget, it, it, it's been a struggle. You know, I mentioned technology earlier, and so with technology, you know, there's obviously associated costs, and so costs that, that with new products and, you know, and, and um, maybe, maybe it's warranted, you know, with higher quality, better products, you know, there's just higher costs with that, and, 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 and you know, again, controlling expenses, Reducing waste, all those types of things are, are going to be really key key points and key factors that ASC administrators and leaders have to kind of deal with as they go forward. And, and I guess I'll kind of conclude with staffing challenges. And I think you know we're talking about this certainly in this state. Um, they convened a task force next week, and, and certainly um, uh, I'm sure they've seen it across the country. But you know, staff retention, um, recruitment. You know, it, it's been a little bit of an issue, and and uh, and we're seeing that. Um, you know, certainly staffing costs have been on the rise again, particularly in our area. But um, keeping keeping uh, employees happy, you know, keeping them to at your surgery center as opposed to kind of uh, you know going over to the hospital world and the inpatient world is is, is a challenge. And so, 
we'll, we'll continue to uh, fight that as well. And so these are kind of the things we're seeing uh, seeing right now on the horizon and, and, and we're dealing with. Thank you so much for those insights. I think over the next few years, we'll definitely see, you know, some of these things start to play out and it'll be interesting kind of to look back. Thank you for this fascinating discussion. I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Hey, thank you for having me. Appreciate it.